Show with Ryan and Taylor. How are you, Ryan? I'm all right, Taylor. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Um, the, uh, I know the original plan was to record an episode while I was on the road every week, like as per usual, and sort of send us back, send back and forth audio mm-hmm. notes, mm-hmm. I guess, and mm-hmm. respond to it in that format. That didn't work out. That's my fault. I couldn't, I couldn't suss it out. I couldn't get a regular internet connection, and it just wasn't going to be... I was just, it wasn't gonna work out. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, gonna, it wasn't gonna work out. That's okay. That's okay. Things don't yeah. work out. Um, you know, if anything, I hope it means that you got to um expend more time and more energy and have more fun, right? Doing the outside stuff and and uh, seeing all them animals and taking pictures and uh, I, I've I've been regaled of your progress journeying throughout uh the. The whole continent? Where I mean, I don't even know, like you know, what was the the range or the like the entire span of your journey? But um, it sounds like as you're nearing the end of it, it's, it's been a lot of fun, and I can't wait yeah. for you to just talk about it. Yeah, I've had a wonderful time. Um, yeah, I've been just uh, traveling around the state, New South Wales. So that's like the state where Sydney's in, um, okay. and. Okay. Travel has been restricted between states when I started. It is now loosened up because of COVID. Um, so now I can go to South Australia. Um, but that's what I'm sort of... I'm going back to Sydney now to sort of figure out what the plan is with my employment and my visa and all of those um, life admin things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been all around New South Wales, just about all... Everywhere. North, South, East, West, New... Th- New South Wales. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. That's great. Now, how long has it been? It's been like seven weeks. Is that, is that, has that been the, uh, or longer? It was supposed to be two months. It's about a month and a half. Today is day 45. I keep a wow. little journal and, uh, yeah, I just make like little bullet points of every day. And I think, you know, it's a healthy practice in normal life, but I think it's, it makes you appreciate everything a little bit more if you have the time to mm-hmm. reflect on it um uh and stop me if it feels if it feels like you know you're being interrogated or anything like that so um i guess you know what what is the plan or what do you think might be the plan when you harken back to uh sydney so the the plan is that i've been waiting for about two weeks to hear back from my employer in sydney about if i can work from adelaide adelaide is the capital city in south australia and my friend Jenny's down there, and my friend who I taught with at summer camp is down there, and I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to go see Adelaide just because it's a new city. It's also a city with no COVID cases at the moment, Whoa, which is really... yeah. It's like, imagine a, a place where there's no COVID restrictions, and that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, not that there aren't restrictions. There are certainly still, like, social distancing and things, but... It feels like a place where concerts might happen and restaurants are open and, and things like that. It's just brimming with potential and possibility yeah. compared to the rest of the world. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. awesome. Oh. Um, so you're just yeah, waiting so the, to hear from them. Okay. Yep. Just waiting to hear back from my employers and I'll be in Sydney to sort out some other stuff. And if I can go to Adelaide and stay and work there remotely for the company in Sydney, then I will do that. But if they want me to stay in Sydney for a sponsorship to stay in Australia for the foreseeable future, then I will happily stay in Sydney. Um, just trying to sort all that out, and I've left some stuff in storage in Sydney. So, yeah, just back to Sydney for as short a time as possible if right. I can go to Adelaide, and right. as long a time as possible if I'm allowed to stay in Australia. Yeah. Could you go to Adelaide on holiday? Like, yeah. you can just make time for it one way or another, but just have Sydney be your home base? 
Yeah, uh, I think that's what the, is, that would be the plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're really just testing out the flexibility of working from a spot like, you know, I mean, even though you can technically work from anywhere, right? Like, I mean, you know, I'm talking to you from a little Airbnb in Massachusetts where if it were up yeah. to me, uh, I'd stay here the whole month. Although I'm not going to because, uh, full disclosure, I think my Airbnb host is a member of a cult. But, um... Yo, yo. what? Alright, well, what's going on with you? What have you been doing this, this past month and why are you in a cultish Airbnb? Uh, I just wanted to take a break from uh, New Jersey. Somehow, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a fair enough res- respite 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 from uh suburban new jersey and staying with your roommates i.e my parents for the last what six or seven months right so um no uh it's i want to say it's business as usual same old same old however on the employment or person uh, professional development front the colleague at work who was responsible for uh, really kind of ushering me to the New Jersey, New York area has, of course, decided to leave the company, wants to put in a good word for me to take over their responsibilities, which is like a huge kind of like promotion, you know, lots of, I mean, it, it, it's a huge upskill, right? Uh, way above, I think, my current talents. However, it's like, it's like being nominated for an Oscar. You're just like happy to be considered and did mm. I spruce up my resume? Am I ready to, to like, like take an interview? Uh, sure, why not? Why not? And if I get it, that's great. If I don't, that's okay too. If I get it and fail spectacularly at it, that's okay too. I'm just kind of like rolling with the punches because it's the most uh, varied, different thing that's happened at least at work for the last couple of months. It's just like, oh, the possibility of getting it like, um, I don't know, a, a more uh, hurried, a lot more... There's just a lot more responsibilities. I'd basically become somebody's lapdog. And so I'm just curious, how much money are they going to front for that type of work if they are going to front that, you know, type of money? And can I use that to leverage other things that I want? Like, could they pay for school and continuing <laughs> education, right? Like, it's like, okay, well, how much how much of the bully am I going to buy? That's... That's it's such a capitalist that's, view. Oh, you're, you're totally it's, in. You're I know, totally I know. In. I, I totally... <laughs> and, and I think that, that part of that, uh, the reticence to i think embracing that role is is the idea that it really is accepting that that type of arrangement and knowing that it actually comes with right if we're act if we're if we're thinking about how exploitative capitalism is like i'm actually sacrificing so much of my own happiness for this really like you know tinge of of whatever sort of reward or so, um, you know, I, I certainly haven't had the, the a month and a half like yours. It's more been like, oh, I'm waiting for this thing that this, this carrot that's been dangled in front of me. And I know that if or whether or not I get this, I will feel foolish in the end. But for now, and I think that's why I'm, I'm vacationing right now is uh, or it seems serendipitous for me to vacation right now because it's like, OK, I'm going to try not to think about that aside from thinking about it and talking about it in conversation with you. So, um, yeah, that's 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 pretty <laughs> well, much. Well, sorry if that's bringing up. No, a, no, no. A hard, okay. hard decision. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a uh, life is full of hard decisions. It's it's a uh, it's pretty adult. Yeah. And it's probably the more more adult thing I've had to deal with professionally. Uh, like, hey, you know, let's vie for a job that you're kind of unqualified for, but let, let's just like, let's just see. So, um, otherwise, I am in an Airbnb because 
I just wanted to, I kind of fell for, it's so, it's autumn in this side of the, on this side of the hemisphere. So I, and yep. I didn't, I am a huge leaf peeper. I like the foliage, foliage, <laughs> foliage. Uh, and so for once I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just uh, take it upon myself to spend the next five yeah or however an extended indigenous people's day weekend in the berkshires the western part of massachusetts where it is it is beautiful all the foliage is nice and to do um some hiking on my own i've been there it's great yeah it is great and i've never hiked on my own before so i've just wanted to scratch that itch and uh yeah kicks my ass but it's uh it's fun <laughs> it is totally fun <laughs> i'm god i maybe i'm not maybe i'm just <laughs> old and boring now <laughs> talking about a job promotion and hiking in the woods uh to see leaves that's just life that's not you it's society forcing you into a, a, yeah. a lifestyle yeah yeah it's it's oh it's very lifestyle i haven't seen this you know really a uh Oh, can I say this? No, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, I haven't seen a single black person in this, in like, in the, on this side of the state. Uh, I see a lot of. I mean, it's the holiday weekend. It's like a lot of couples and kids and. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say this about Massachusetts: everyone wears a mask like religiously. It's you know, there's no kind of half-hearted oh, way about it. It's nice. It's nice. Um, lots of uh, Berkshires for Biden signs. It's very. I don't know how performative it is, but it's like, oh, this is this is this is nice. It's you know, like, <laughs> it's 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 well because usually you you drive through a rural area and it's like Trump mania. So this is the I guess opposite. Yeah. Although it's not suburban, it's like super moneyed and, uh, yeah, elite, totally elite, right? Bed and breakfasts just dotting along. Uh, yeah. When I was there, there were a lot of uh, Yang signs, which I thought was funny. It was like, <laughs> all right, we see what we're doing here. All right, I see financial. what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, gonna go um, vouch for the guy who says Hyper he's good at math. Libertarian. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Biden versus Yang isn't a something I've really ever thought about. Eh, I'm not gonna think about it. I don't need yeah, to consider yeah. that. Yeah. I don't. I. You know what? Months ago, I don't think yeah that you know you know months ago biden didn't even even like you know register a blip on my radar and well here we are october yeah. 2020 and funny enough uh i did decide to uh and i think you noticed i don't know if you saw this on facebook but like i uh will occasionally text bank for the campaign because it's like what the heck why you know i might That's as great. well put some put some like time you know into it so that whatever happens i can't say like well you know i should have done more right although i probably will yeah. say i should have done more but we'll see what happens yeah we'll feel bad about it if we have to <laughs> yeah <laughs> Have you, um, throughout your travels, have you felt that you've been able to escape that frustration at all? Or are you actually willingly uh, more engaging in it? Because I see some of your content and it's like, okay, like it, 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 it was, it was, it was dabbling in that, but then also, you know, it's, it's, it's Taylor content. It's, you know, a kookaburra and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, like I've, I've flip flopped a lot about what i mean when you say content like i've i've 
I think you're just talking about Instagram posts, the pictures I take, like I'm out to escape all of that and therefore trying to the the things that I create, I, I also want to be sort of escapes for people. Like if people like you just do need a break from the constant wave of information mm-hmm. um, about how awful the world is. But the wave of information will come to you. I could be, I was in the middle of the outback for like three weeks and I knew what was going on and there is no escape. Like uh-huh. even if you don't have internet service, you're going to meet somebody and they're going to say, where are you from? And I'm going to say America. And then you have a whole conversation about the, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, the political state of America, um, the protests or riots or... Uh, who's gonna win the election? Like it's all, it always is there. Um, so I feel, <clears throat> in terms of what I'm putting out on on my Instagram, which sounds, it's so weird to talk about that because it's, yes, it's a creative platform in which I'm expressing myself, but it is such a small creative platform, and it's right. not, it feels artificial in a way that writing a song or making an album feels more personal and putting a post, like higher levels of effort in in mm-hmm. writing a song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, it was this weird thing where I was like, okay, I'm not, I was prefixing all of my posts with like posts about Black Lives Matter, and then I just sort of stopped. And I thought about that a lot, and I still don't know what the right thing to do is. Part of me feels like you should always be fighting the good fight, and therefore, the way I was sort of phrasing it was like putting up a wall to say, if right. you don't believe in this basic morality thing, then you don't get whatever minor pleasure you get from seeing like what I'm up to. And then the other side of that is I am also constantly reminding people of how awful the world is while then trying to provide a little respite from it, which is, I guess it's fine. I don't know. It's, it's not a bad thing to have to be doing what I used to do. I feel worse about not doing it not prefixing my posts with political messages now I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm, I'm yeah, still no, no, working no, it no, out. No, no, yeah, no, I think that's 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 fine. I think you know, I, I I think what's upsetting is that you are like self conscious about like what you're posting, or like rather the reception to your posting, rather than just like you know posting it. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, it, it, I don't know. Like there, it's it's like you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. In the sense that like you can have this sense of like ideological purity and and like you know an exhaustion for you know working towards some you know and really using that you know Instagram platform. But then I think you then sort of limit your creativity and your ability to post content on. I don't even know why we're even talking about this. I think it's just like I it's <laughs> I haven't been I haven't been able to escape it, right? And it's and, yeah. and, and, and it's you know and I, while I'm in the thick of it, there's even when I'm on that platform looking for escape or trying to generate content, I think to your point that is that is I mean, it's mostly just trying to it's mostly just cute selfies or things that I find, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's it, it yeah. You're going to find somebody out there whose whole, you know, whole mission in life is to kind of jam certain messages, you know, and heck you even get it on the platform anyway about voting. I've never been more tired of like being asked what my voter registration is and knowing what to do with it. <laughs> like it's as if, as if that's like the bare minimum, like everyone needs to know that. And maybe, I don't know, by virtue of repetition, like it actually will stick with folks who are on the platforms, you know, and that's the thing is that maybe I'm not the desired audience for that specific message. But um, yeah, I, 
I don't know. I should just delete the. Well, well, gosh, we talked about this months ago. Like, why don't we just like (laughs) take a break from (laughs) these types of platforms? And uh, I haven't really. At least, but it's not even. Yeah. For 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 me, it's like it's not even it's not the it's not Instagram that I am getting. I I, I don't know. I, I guess it partially is, but there's places where I don't have reception for a couple days, and I still feel. I mean, this is my this is my fault, quote unquote. This is what I have to figure out in therapy. Is like I get into these cyclical thoughts of conversations with people who are anti Black Lives Matter, and I just like play them over and over in my head. But that's not. I call them unproductive thought loops. And now I've like, while I'm alone hiking, like I'm having these thoughts with conversations with people who don't exist or do exist, and I'm not having them with the real people. Uh, and then I'm thinking the meta thought around that, which is like, I know this is unproductive. Why do I keep getting in these cycles? Uh, I really need to go to therapy. And then I have the third layer, which is the conversation with the therapist about that in my own head which is not like none of this is productive and that's all what I'm trying to escape but I keep getting back into it even when I'm in the middle of the desert and there's right. no no connection to the world yeah right, right. Uh, yeah right you're trying to, there's this experiment that just keeps running over and over and over yeah. in your head and you're trying to rig it in different like you're trying to change the dependent variable if I'm you know utilizing the scientific method correctly yeah you know at various points and yeah and then it just becomes like well I don't want to do this assignment anyway just give me a C um <laughs> that's at least that's how i got through chemistry anyway um yeah no i think that's that's super frustrating i so you i mean so you haven't gotten to the point of uh actually utilizing or leveraging that type of therapist right but uh i wish i could talk to a therapist about that stuff which i think is my issue is that I don't think there is somebody who is competent enough. At least I don't think currently in the world of mental health, there okay. are, right. There are, um, a, let's say an overwhelming majority of therapists who can do this anti-racist work. Right. In fact, they're probably, I mean like, sure. and so if I want to come to the appointment wanting to, to get my, you know, uh, get this off my chest, how do I know that that person that I'm talking to is going to be receptive to that information, is going to speak with, um, I don't know, uh, I guess have the same level of authority that I would entrust them with, with anti-racist work, than I would with in, yeah. within the realm of mental health and emotional intelligence and all this other stuff, right? Like, um, because then already then that brings like a weird dynamic where it's like, well, then what, why do I know more or how do, or like, I guess, how might I have more intelligence in, or, um, understanding in this realm than the other person? And then do I have to teach that person something? Am I actually, then, then, then I'm like, then I just will break up with the therapist. Right. Cause you know, that's, that's, I don't want to, <laughs> then uh, they should give you a discount they should, or you know, knowledge or, transfer. Yeah. 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 Or they should just, you know, uh, yes. Yeah, just take off the price of the, of the session or, and I, th- and I say this because overwhelmingly, and if I think, if I think hard enough, I'm pretty sure all of my mental health providers have been white. So already, like, am I, if I have to have a conversation about, like, race, we will have to talk about, like, whiteness, right? White supremacy, white yeah, fragility, yeah. all of this stuff. 
and you know you know i aside from i mean you the way it's like the way i've been going about like trying to drop subtle hints to just uh see if they're of the same political or at least you know persuasion like oh gosh you know like it's been a week and then like well how has it been a week uh i don't know like brianna taylor's like killers <laughs> were indicted and she's like oh isn't that yep. isn't that awful oh my gosh and i'm like okay well okay and then we you know can but then can we talk about daniel cameron right can we talk about um folks who sell out their culture or sell out you know their people right right that's you said it you right. said it, not me. <laughs> it, I, I mean, you know, but, and everyone else is saying it. Megan Thee Stallion said it on SNL, right? Like, it's, and it, the, that is so, like, I want somebody to get in that conversation with me, and I want, including my therapist, right? And I want us to be able yeah. to have a discussion where somehow we feel, like, both fortified in our ability to, uh, navigate the world and still be anti-racist, right? And still have like our own traumas and issues to deal <laughs> with, right? Like, and I don't know, I don't know what work both of us have to do to get to that point. And me, I'm saying both of us, me, me and the therapist. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 I don't know. That's why Man, I'm looking for. We always yeah. We always end up talking about this stuff. We should just call this podcast two upper upper middle class guys trying to figure out race and gender. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Right, right. But that's life. That's life. Actually, like I, I don't know. I'm happy. Then I'm happy that that's what we always talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me hopes there's an Illuminati and like they're as frustrated with this complete inept moron that as as everybody else is you know and i i I really i hope there's a deep left now i hope there's like a deep state that's going wow jesus come on this guy you know like yeah i don't know i'm i I mean maybe that's that's stupid because yeah i don't know that that yeah no what am i hoping for and and what am i saying but Obviously, every day, yeah, every day is an upheaval in in a way that is so majorly political that in any other presidency, in any other time, in any other, I would even say 20 years ago, Republicans wouldn't, maybe wouldn't have stood as much of this as possible, you no, know? No, I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the only thing that got, like, you know, Nixon out was Watergate. And I feel, actually, what we've got going on yeah. is, like, Watergate times a thousand and still, right, the needle hasn't yeah. moved. And so... Like, True. yeah, it's, 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 True. uh, the, the idea of like decorum and actual, like, oh, you know, it's like, let's, you know, honor American democracy has been thrown out the window. It happened, uh, you know, as soon as the right decided to radicalize, you know, and, uh, really uh, after Obama was elected, maybe that's sort of like tea party proud boy backlash. I don't know. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's going to get tough. It's going to get really tough. And I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I, I forget what, like who I was having this conversation with. I think it was a family member where, uh, they were kind of lamenting that young people are going to have to pick up the pieces for all of this. And in fact, they've had to, and they've, and they're, they're already doing it younger than they should have been doing it. Right. Like, you know, the, the fact that we have 
activists like Malala and Greta Thunberg, right? The fo- folks who don't like should yeah. just be in school. Though Malala's like you know graduated, I think Oxford already. So like, but you know what I mean is that young people shouldn't have to be saying like, hey, I want to be able to go to school without getting shot, right? Like yeah. like that where yeah. Um, yeah. And then the media attacks on literal children for having that expression, which is like the most basic expression. It is, Mm -hmm. it is, it is a terrible, terrible country we have, America. It is crazy. Yeah. (sighs) Uh, I I mean, there's that, uh, I I don't know if we, again, sort of middle class cis males uh, talking about like, well, what about absconding to x country and yeah i i oh gosh i do this with i i I, i'm not dating somebody i am going on dates with a person right but Mm. every time every time we talk or every time we like caucus i'm like so i don't know if i like packed like got it like bought a car and then like you know moved like like how quickly could we like what would it would it be easier to smuggle ourselves away to mexico or canada or just the remotest part of alaska right like someplace that like can't really be considered america (laughs) but like is Um, and then like obviously it's it's like a joke but also kind of not a joke and (sighs) yeah yeah i have this uh what do you call it survivorship guilt you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i'm like I don't have it all sorted out. There is a case that I have to go back to the U.S., but, uh, yeah, I feel guilty that I, you know, get to live in a country that takes COVID more seriously, that doesn't have any school shootings, that that has a uh, universal health care, that has everything that Democrats that have, uh, Democrats, people on the left have been trying to get for 30, 40 years. It's not paradise here. But it, I, but it's pretty nice and and like uh, yeah so I feel guilty that I have kind of escaped at least one year of this horrible four years right um yeah I don't know and I have a route out you know like mm-hmm. I can still I can that's my goal but I also feel like well it was my goal long long before this all happens yeah so I it's, don't it's have not it's not guilt, like res- but it is crazy it's yeah different... yeah it's not responding to everything that's going on but like it could be where yeah. you actually yeah. are or like yeah could respond to everything that's going on just to and you know extend your time and yeah i don't know uh it it, it this sort of uh i don't know all of these I keep wanting to use the word upheaval because that's what it actually is. But all this political upheaval reminds me of. So like my folks didn't leave. They didn't leave the country for fear of like persecution or like, you know, but it was and and namely the way that most out of um, uh, sort of out of country workers in the Philippines like operate is namely to give like, you know, folks back home money. Right. It's never it. But it is economically motivated, and it, suffice to say, though, like my dad left not long, uh, or like in the midst of you know the Marcos's you know ushering martial law, 
right? And my mom, you know, uh, left the country probably not long after that was deposed, right? And so there's always been this sense of, like, political instability, and there continues to be a sense of political instability at home. Uh, We've talked about how I think my dad is, like, now shifting, like, you know, super, like, right about, like, I don't know, uh, right-wing, kind of, like, problematic, whatever, uh, in the Philippines. But I think... I don't know. It's if this like has whispers of leaving like you left this you left this like country that wasn't doing too hot was really uh, disempowering folks and that it was just more sustainable, right? Uh, economically viable but also probably better for your social and emotional health to just like leave this country. And then what do you know? That country is just not what it thought you thought it was. In fact, it's actually worse than what you thought it was going to be. And I, I, I sometimes think about... Wait, are you talking about my experience or your dad's experience or the potential you experience of leaving the U.S.? What are we uh, talking about? Let's... Or all kind of, the of above, all of the above, I, right? I, I guess it it's like you know, I don't know. The immigrant experience is not is not this whole cookie cutter thing. But sometimes yeah. I, it's very interesting how uh, political yeah. campaigns will leverage immigrants to you know to fit their narrative, right? It's like well, you know, uh, through hard work they really got you know uh, they got into this, and that's why like they believe in trickle down economics, and that's why they're a Republican. Yep. Or oh, they came in for refugees, and they're you know, and they were able to access these resources through nonprofits and really benevolent lawmakers and that's why they're democrats or some i don't know some hackneyed sure. and yeah yeah that makes yeah, sense i i um and i think that my folks the reason why they haven't had so much of a political identity is oh gosh this is kind of relating back to the asian american episode but like i don't know um the, they've never actually been able to kind of think for themselves and I will have. What does that I don't mean? Know. Like it's mean? it's that that the, these, uh, basically you have this uh, news. You have this news cycle, and this party system that is, mm-hmm. while it doesn't totally warp reality, it does give you this weird bite-sized increasingly bite-sized version of it and my folks aren't really uh when i when i think about what they actually would want to fight for and what actually is like meaningful for them and that what you know what would make them right like go like work as a poll worker what would make them canvas what would make them volunteer what would it's nothing Right, they'll they'll have news articles and like and and headlines to report from, but none of that actually comes from a sense of self. And partly it's it's and we it's just a little bit of therapy, but partly it's because I don't know like a lot about what motivates them like as people. <laughs> uh, but I think yeah, there's yeah. just like an opaqueness. There's uh or a uh or. A, a, a failure of whatever news media or party system that we have to actually give mm-hmm. folks like my folks a voice. And so aside from me yapping about like, wow, isn't this awful what Trump did, which is in many ways regaling and re- repeating what the news media and the two party system and Instagram and all these like awful like things are yeah. doing. Um, 
Yeah, I haven't actually asked them like, oh, well, what do you, you know, what what actually makes sense? Instead, it's just like, no, you have to vote Biden because, like, don't we understand like that what Trump is doing? And I think part of that would mean being transparent, be like, well, hey, voting a vote for Trump would mean like locking uh, innocent. Uh, undocumented children up. It would mean taking away healthcare rights for people like my sister or uh, me or well, I don't know my ability to perhaps see a loved one in the hospital. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just rambled. I actually don't know what I was talking about or what point I wanted to make. Well, I think you're saying. Let me try to let me recap. I think you're saying your parents' political identity is still vague in a time where it seems like. How could you be undecided right. or, you know, how could you be nonpartisan? <laughs> uh, and it's because it seems like nothing, nothing represents their viewpoint as, as immigrants, right? Is yeah, that that's the, the yeah, key that's point here? Uh, and yeah, um, yeah, uh, it's maybe it's because, you know, we don't live in communities where elected officials grassroots folks people on the ground look like them or have that very same type of background right we've like very purposely lived in communities yeah. where uh you know it's aspirational we assimilate yeah there are folks who like maybe look like less us but don't maybe hold roles of political distinction right we don't have mayors or school board presidents or anything like that right it's folks in church it's folks working in like healthcare or kind of service or other types of positions that are just very familiar right and uh, i mean if we here's the thing if we lived in if we lived in california if we lived in la or san francisco where the per capita right of folks like us immigrant uh second generation yeah. or otherwise yeah, we'd be having a totally different conversation, and I would be having a very different lived experience, and very different parents, I'd say. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. It's the idea of assimilation is so... I feel like we... Uh, well, I don't, I, don't have an, uh, I don't have a first-hand experience of this, but assimilation is something that I think my, grand, my grandmother's an immigrant, and my grandfather was so Swedish that I thought he was an immigrant my whole life. Uh, he's not. He was an American <laughs> citizen the whole time. Uh, but but the idea of assimilation, like, my, my grandmother wants to lose her accent. She doesn't want to know Norwegian. She doesn't... Mm -hmm. She's embarrassed about the way that she writes. And, it, and I don't know how much of that is, like... Obviously, it's her right to think that, but how much of that was taught in the 40s or right. whenever she she came over you know and how much of that is an existing propaganda set you can call it propaganda you can call it culture it doesn't matter but like the idea that you need to blend into what america is the american mm -hmm. language is english even though it's not you know it's like these set of ideas assimilation is just it's a it's a complicated thing and then i think we i got the experience that like celebrating your heritage was really important so then, look, I'm, I'm a white guy, <laughs> but I do wish I knew more about Norwegian culture. And I wrote a song once about uh, Norwegian, you know, uh, the, the, the Marvel Universe basically took up the, the ladle there. <laughs> you know, they, they got Thor or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. The, 
The idea of cultural celebration, I think, came into its own while, while we were growing up, and the idea of cultural assimilation was maybe more the norm in the past. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm just projecting. I don't yeah, know. no, that's, that's fine. I, I, I think... I don't know. We have, like, uh, this similar sense of, like, well, I would have liked to have been um, more appreciative or understanding, even just cognizant of... Uh, my identity, but I think I yeah I I was taught I mean you know I have a I have a I have a white ass name and uh, my I never learned my language and so like and you know there are a lot, uh kind of like off the start there are things that uh, don't really bother me to that to that background the food does but I don't necessarily know how to cook it um, so I'm sure there are things that I can pick up but. Yeah, it's it, it's weird that uh, I'm kind of I'm not looking for it. At least I don't think I am. But I do uh, I do understand what it's like to not I I I definitely feel it's it's absence. How about that? Yeah, I think maybe there's like a generational mm-hmm. push and pull where like there's a sense of defining oneself and then there's a sense of like you know defining oneself in terms of your mm-hmm. ethnicity or like your historical right, yeah. heritage you know which i think yeah, both are fun, i mean right? identity is like varied and like complicated and like obviously yeah. i don't want to be like pigeonholed into just this right we understand like you know uh yeah. politically or otherwise like even socially i wouldn't even want to be seen as like oh the filipino guy right then get I mean, that, that happened, or the yeah. Asian guy, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. In your social groups, you don't have to be called the white guy, right? Because, well, it depends on your social groups, though. No. But uh, it depends, depends right? on, yeah, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think historically, every group that I've been in, I'm like, oh, that's, it, yeah, he's the Asian guy, or the gay Asian guy. So, um, yeah. Mm. 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 Um, have you met any cool people while you've been gallivanting? Uh, I met like, yeah, (laughs) well, okay, nobody that I'm so enamored with that I got their uh, contact details or anything, but I don't know. I've met my my interaction with people have been more significant with people who I don't like. Mm-hmm. How about that? Uh, there was, I don't know. I was at like a. Um, I mean, we're just gonna get back in the same conversation, but like I had a long conversation about this guy. I sat down at the campfire. I'm at like this caravan park. He's the caravan park owner. He like briefly offered me a job because he noticed I was alone and just sort of like traveling and we talked sort of about that and then you know he's like well where are you from and I'm like America he's like yeah I know where (laughs) where and I'm like Pennsylvania and then he's like well you're I'm glad you're glad you're here right and I'm like yeah of course it's a really dangerous scary time in America and he's like yep but you know you guys got that kind of freedom and I'm like oh Oh, Jesus because freedom is now this code word for in my mind white supremacy now like it doesn't like 
Freedom with a capital F with an American uh, uh, with a bald eagle carrying an American flag and a Bud Light in the other hand and, and it's on the back of a, a Ford truck. That is uh, white privilege and capitalism. That, that That's what freedom with a capital F sort of symbolizes for me now. Because he went into... We, we, you play this game with people who you're trying to figure out what they think about the world and not to oversimplify, but it is in, in terms of American politics, left or right. Um, this guy, uh, we started having a conversation. He's like, I'm trying to avoid talking about politics and, you know, I'm, I'm talking to him about healthcare because that to me is the one thing that Australians, there are Australians who wish they had guns, you know, that absolutely exists. Um, but pretty much Australia likes their healthcare, likes their universal healthcare. There's no, that's not communism to them in the way that it is to Americans for, right. for a lot of Americans. So this guy's like a stage four cancer survivor and I'm trying to build empathy with this guy and like, you know, he's a real human being and I'm saying, well, you know, I really enjoy, you know, the healthcare rights that you guys have. How was your experience in, in the healthcare system? He's like, I loved it. You know, it's really, really excellent. But, you know, America has that kind of freedom and I'm like, wow, what do you mean? And and so here's what he means. He means like that you can buy a, a McDonald's cheeseburger for a dollar, and you can. His example, he he. I figured out he was drunk, but his example was like we went to a football game. I really, you know, your football games are great. Like we were tailgating for seven hours. We were drinking like a hundred beers, and then after the game, you know, my buddy he's pretty drunk, and you know we get in the car and we start driving. I'm like, you okay to drive? And he's like, it'll be fine. And then because he's he went to okay, a Texas okay, thing, so okay, I'm doing okay. a Texas accent. This is a Texas American driving, and then. Uh, and then he's like, we're, we're speeding, you know, we're going like 20 miles over the speed limit. I'm like, aren't you afraid the cops are going to get you? And he's like, they're not looking for us. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, they're looking for the methos, the meth heads. And I'm like, okay, so your idea is freedom is drunk driving and speeding. And like, that's what you find valuable about America. That's not a good, that's not freedom, you know? And, and and then we talked about the Black Lives Matter thing, which is like, it is just about facts, I think, because there's just a huge disinformation mm -hmm. warfare mm -hmm. happening around that. And and he maintains that all of those people needed to be killed, right? And that he used the phrase, you're heading for a spot of civil war, but Trump will snuff that out. And it's like, why, why is any of this... Okay. You know, it is like a really disturbing conversation. And then I was really realizing he was drunk and like we were around a fire and he had a shovel and it was like, I wasn't afraid he was going to kill me because that's not, that's not good for business. Uh, no. But it was just like a tense situation where I'm like, I'm talking to a madman who is okay with murder, yeah. you know? I don't and thinking know. that, oh, but I that mean, was... did you get the sense that, like, by virtue of you folks sharing the same skin color, that you could have this type of conversation where he let his hair down and feel like you were possibly an acolyte to those types of views? I don't think, no, no. I don't think that he thinks about race that way. I think he would have said that if I was an African-American. Absolutely. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because uh... he doesn't think of it as... There is no race conflict in America. There is a anti-police, anti-authority problem. And it doesn't matter what race those people are. They're, 
they're fighting back against cops and cops are good people why do you like the why do you like hurting the good people you know it's just like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's no historical context to race for this guy i'm projecting now but like what i said was like there there's 200 years of slavery and then there's 60 years of uh explicit segregation and then there's 60 years of finally a legal right to the same things that white people have and that doesn't create mm-hmm. an equal world and that doesn't mean that there's economic stability and that's and that doesn't mean that everything is fine now there is 260 mm-hmm. years at least to reckon with of explicit racial violence and that's why there are protests and that's why people are siding with with people who are you know rioting and maybe maybe committing arson it there's no justice for those people so it is justified because the system doesn't exist for them there's nothing to protect there's no society mm-hmm. i said it better <laughs> <laughs> no that sounds that sounds really good it, uh I mean, it, I, I mean, know. and this was just like a com- this is just a conversation that you're having with you know someone around a fire, right? Yeah. Um, imagine if you're having a conversation like that with somebody that you're trying to influence to vote for a specific candidate. Um, yeah. Right. I you know I I've been thinking about and I, I mean I haven't I haven't done too many shifts, but like. Um, if you want to know what a text bank volunteer perhaps goes through, where they have to, like, there's this litany of liners that we can all, like, they're all script, like, there's all these scripts that, um, when we, like, send out a mass text or something, and that folk, when folks respond, maybe, like, most of it's just like, you got the wrong number, please take me out of your, you know, um, message list. But other folks just kind of, like, sure maybe they are they do want to hear about the issues and then you realize that they're trolling you and you don't have Mm -hmm. a script or a way to yeah um at least you want to be able to respond i think as authentically as you did or 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 at least as with all the nuance and understanding that you but you uh it means that you're not going to get a vote which in which case you just like send them off on their way and um i hate the idea that um, these types of conversations are strategy, but like they are, right? Because th- like perhaps on some level you could game it and you know be savvy with the script or your I don't know, personality or otherwise to like actually convince somebody that like this isn't the case yeah. or like or that no Joe Biden does have a plan for that. Please see this link for details, which of course they will not look at. And yeah, um yeah. and somebody already called me out like, you know, why can't you just answer the question as opposed to just like giving me a link or that or you don't know what the answer is. Yeah. And I'm like I don't, but here's a link and like that's yeah. um and I realize that like in many ways though even though that's not um that's not satisfying it's safe like it's i'm a robot right and no one's gonna be hitting me with a shovel they'll just say fuck you instead on the text right which is like it hurts but like you know that's there's there's like a there's a discord thread that people can chat for that like that like it's uh, (laughs) (laughs) no it's no it's it's slack we use slack anyway um okay yeah well the yeah the medium of text messages i think also text messages have never convinced me of anything you know no. <laughs> it's just no. like a layer 
it's too obfuscated from the humanity and yeah getting a random text from somebody is never I don't know it's never a pleasant experience for me right. not to say that you shouldn't be doing that I think you should I think there are people who are receptive to that I think those people are over 40 uh, I think oh, the trainers and like oh, of course they're all 40 they're all like you know like you know what makes your text really personable emojis and I'm like <laughs> wanting to smoke Ugh. a cigarette so bad I'm like emoji what you think that was okay <laughs> wow that's <laughs> oh boy uh, I don't even yeah. think we can send gifts I don't uh, know I don't think we can. So like, that's it. There's my job's done. It's not. It, it can't happen. So, but yeah, no. There's no way to. Um, and I, I phone banking, like Candace, all these like, um, I don't know. We 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 like put this idea about like, oh, our democracy is really great because we get to like put out civil discourse and get to like disagree, right, and respectfully. And I'm like, no, I don't think that those days are over. That's not what's happening. That's not what yeah. happens. And like, you know, even if like somebody like Mike Pence says it to some girl named Brecklin that like, oh, at the end of the day, we all like, you know, can like break bread with each other. Like, I don't know your actions and like your and, and the way you actually govern the country don't point that out. So don't yeah. just, just, yeah, just tell it how it is. And like, yeah, but. I, it's it's ugly out there and you know I'm sorry that you see all of that ugliness and can't decide whether um, the world is stable enough for you because it's not that would be my answer yeah yeah I like I'm, I'm so glad like you know to see you again and talk to you again but uh, of, of course we've just entered the familiar is that a I don't know if it's a rut yeah. <laughs> of, like uh... it's, a, it's not a rut because it's just like it's our experience, and that's what mm -hmm. this podcast is, is, just documenting our experience. Turns out our experience is always uh, this. It's always mm -hmm. political. It's always about the struggles of the working class. Turns out it was always the struggle of the working yeah. class. Surprise! Yeah. Um, okay, but uh, question, because I know you're about to go. Have you been able to see... No, no, let's extend it. Let's push okay. it back. I got okay. another 15 minutes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Have you been able to see a movie... No, I, I. What do you mean? Go to a movie theater? Like go to a movie theater, and like, is that is that happening? Because that's that has started to happen at limited capacity, okay. where every other seat is marked out. Um, at least, at least that's happening. well. That's what the. There's a difference between the law now allows that, but there are incentives to not do that because if you're closed because of covid then you get some funding but if you're open then you're like it gets really complicated because mm -hmm. as long as you're closed then you're receiving government assistance once you start opening then you receive less government assistance so you have to do the math in your head okay if i'm a movie theater i got 50 seats well really i've only got 25 seats so i'm working at half capacity does the government assistance like cover the difference mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I bet there are movie theaters that are open. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you would go to one if it were. Yeah. Why? You want to go see a movie? Well, no. I just. Well, I want to go to Australia, and then yeah, if we could see a movie together, that would be great. No. Uh, I the over the weekend, <laughs> I basically Regal Cinemas are like closing all of their like all of their uh, theaters again. Uh, again, right? Because they close they close them for a bit, and then they reopen them. Um, I think some maybe like early, 
uh, when Tenet came out, so like maybe mid-summer, mid to late summer, and then they've closed them out now, down now because basically the New York, like it all comes down to New York, right? New York isn't opening up their theaters and New York is such a big spot for not just moviegoers, but for the industry in general. And uh, so I'm listening to this podcast from the Wall Street Journal and I'm realizing like, uh, is, isn't this great? Like now you've got this industry which has like, I don't know, uh, somehow shaped media and like made oligarchs out of these just thin white people. And I'm, there's a bit of schadenfreude going over, like kind of happening while I'm listening to the podcast. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I also really like a lot of my self-care was mostly from movies or the experience of going to a theater and being able to uh, communally share this experience with people staring at a screen and um, yeah, and coming out Mm -hmm. of it uh, changed or or unchanged or pissed off, but uh, at least having, you know, passed the time. And I didn't think that I would miss that so much, but now <laughs> I really, I, I don't know. The more I like watch Netflix and dumb things on YouTube, I'm like, ah, I don't know. As soon as a movie theater opens up, I'm going to go to it. Here's the thing though. A movie theater did open up. Like, like I think there were some in New Jersey that did and I didn't go cause even though mm-hmm. I felt starved for that experience, I also didn't want to like risk my health. So yeah. 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 There's that other icky part of it is like, yeah, I don't know if I would want to. Oh, it's yeah. weird to be in public. It is uh-huh. just weird to be in public. I don't even technically I'm not even supposed to yeah. be out in the Berkshires because according to Massachusetts, it's Massachusetts's travel order, New Jersey, which would had originally been on the like low risk state list like a week ago was taken off. And, and I was like, well, I already yeah. put my reservation for the Airbnb. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? Like, uh, I'm like, not go. Yeah. So, and how are they, and how are they enforcing this order? Right. Folks have to sign a travel form. And then if, uh, requested, you have to show that you've gotten a test within the last 72 hours, or you have to come from a, not like a lower risk state. And if you're, and if you don't quarantine in the next, like in the 14 days or in the time that you've been in Massachusetts, you will get um, fined $500 a day. Like, I really want to, like, yeah. Um, Yikes. But I don't know. I haven't been fined yet. But also, like, how, how would anybody know who's coming in, like, out of the state and in the state, which already means that like you can't really enforce it. Easy Pass apparently they're not they're not like counting who's coming into the state through Easy Pass. So, and also people have like different. <laughs> Is Easy Pass a private government? A private I think it's a government a thing. Government it might thing. be a Department of Transportation thing. I think because you can you can you can okay. get an yeah, Easy Pass sense. from any. Um, uh, rest stop or not any but like most rest stops or visitor centers uh at least in yeah so yeah mm-hmm. i don't know um yeah but being public is totally weird you know seven months later it's, it's it hasn't really gotten any yeah it's not the same uh i mean i ate in a restaurant today and i waited extra because they needed to have like they wanted to set people apart and 
clean everything and it meant waiting a bit longer and like some people are like very specific like i want to have outdoor seating and like okay well it's mobbed so you will have to wait long like all these little um inconveniences that thankfully at least here in western massachusetts people are like oh you're doing such a great job and it's like okay because i don't know maybe folks are just yeah i mean i will see it in their tips but like yeah it, it yeah, it's just weird, weird stuff, time to be in, in public. But it's a holiday weekend. You betcha that, uh, like, trails and all these places here are crowded. Well, not crowded, but, like, they're, they are being patronized. Like, it's, um, there, there are people out, right? There's people, people out, People yeah. want to see the leaves. People want to, people want to yeah. at least soak up some, I don't know, last vestige of good feeling before, I don't know next month that's part of i think why i'm doing this is like yeah i'm just gonna like if if i want to think about any good thing that's happened this year i can be like oh i i like i went (laughs) i went to western massachusetts (sighs) and then you know uh yeah uh next month man it's november oh you know it's crazy it's because it's not only is it november also it's election it's like I don't, I don't I know, know, man. I know. It's, it's crazy. We live in such, such strenuous times. And I don't know. I don't know. Would we have? We're okay. But we're oh, yes. okay. Like we. That's what yeah. I keep telling myself. Is like my mental health is like yeah. you know, yeah. But like so, a lot of other people's are is and um and like also we're okay. Like, uh just by virtue of experience and and, and yeah. all these other things all these other intersecting factors so like yeah it's yeah mm. yeah i just wish i want you and the girls to all just move to australia yeah. and then everything will be fine yeah and it's then, all fixed everything then it's all fixed, everything will you know? be like from it my is. perspective and, <laughs> i've got all my um, friends <laughs> oh i think there's a part of me that desperately wants that that it wouldn't be turning back the clock it's just i don't know it's at least bringing the people who made me feel safe and made the world feel safe right uh yeah and just to remind me and, yeah. and to yeah yeah that's what uh, I missed the I, most. We could actually take out a lot of the activities that we did all together, right? Like, we probably wouldn't drink as much anymore. Probably wouldn't sing, at least not to the extent that, I don't know, right? I don't know. It, it just, it'd be fun, and we could totally do that, but like... Yeah, yeah. It's just about having this, like, these conversations available. It's just about feeling yeah. safe with people that you like, you know? And I don't know, for a lot of... For me, I feel like I'm very lonely and I have nobody around. And the people that I do have around, I have to like have a big, long political conversation, which is always work. But I also consider that my job. But also, it's just like I just want a safe group of people to hang out with. And that doesn't that isn't available to me. And I don't think it's available for a lot of people who are doing the responsible thing and quarantining. It's like, yeah. yeah. And like the 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 communication that you're doing online or virtually, it just doesn't add up. Right, like I love, I love these podcasts. Right, it's it's you know, no, but it doesn't, I it's would not the trade same. the entire series yeah. if it meant like at least spending like it, pulling an Emily right and spending a week or however yeah. long she did with you know like last year, which seems like decades ago, Taylor. Yeah, 
Like, but I can I can remember like it does, I can remember it, getting drinks with her and she's crazy. like, I'm gonna see Taylor. I'm like, oh my god, that ah, that does not, yes. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh, that's so that sounds so great. I'm gonna be following you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the I love these conversations. They help me stay grounded and uh, know that there are people who are uh-huh. that I can feel comfortable and be myself around. Like it is so crucially important. But there's it's just no substitute for you know real, real people. And even the idea I think we've probably talked about this that we have to make a we don't have to make a podcast to have these conversations. But having the podcast mm-hmm. as a as a roadmap for these conversations. Is like symbolic of a lot of the way that society right. forces men to be anyway. Like, you know, it's like we have to make a job out of it and put on our hard hats and like be like, well, we're making something so we can have a conversation right. and that means we're allowed to have a relationship. You know, it's like, yeah, I just wish, yeah, yeah I wish we were all together. I wish we were too. <laughs>